This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think the most important thing for everyone to know is we need to see a change in the level of performance. Um, I'm not going to sit here and talk about what my decisions are and how many changes and what will change in terms of personnel. But for me, the the key thing going into this game is our level of performance has got to change. Um, I think the players you know, are honest enough with themselves. We all know collectively we need to raise that if we're to get a strong home win, and that's certainly what we're looking for. At this level of the game, in, in this league, one of the best leagues in the world, I think on a daily basis you're always playing for your future. Uh, I, I don't think that ever changes. Um, you know, uh, we want to finish the season strong. We want to try and pick up as many points as we can. And um, we want to try and position ourselves come the end of the, the campaign where we, you know, we're feeling good about ourselves, we're positive, and then we can go and build on that and add to it. Um, I think when you're around the middle of the table, obviously you've got to realise that the teams above you, they're above you for a reason because they've been more consistent than you and the ones behind you are fighting for every point. Um, so we've got to make sure that we have a purpose, purpose, a very important purpose and we don't become complacent because um, our performance at Newcastle was a complacent performance. There's no getting away from that and um, it's my job to make sure that they're few and far between. Looks like we're being distracted by the Olympic curling, but welcome back to the My Old Man Said podcast. It's something for the weekend time. I'm David Michael, your host. Something for the weekend where we just briefly catch up after the Stephen Gerrard press conference uh, upon what we said in the last uh, main show. If this is your first time listening, this is just a... uh, a quick debrief before the uh, the match at the weekend uh, against Watford. We like to uh, get up to speed uh, by uh, Mr. Bud. Welcome. Hello. How are you doing? Are you gripped? Are you still gripped by the curling? 
Uh, well, we we have to record this or else uh, it'll never go out. So we hopefully we'll get this done so we can catch the last final end, uh, as they call it, the end. Yes, in a, in a gripping contest between uh, Britain and Sweden in the semi final, much more gripping than the last filler game I watched. Uh, I have to admit. Yes, but anyways, we like to uh, catch up with what's happened so far this week with a Villa Minute. Well, uh, this week, uh, the sponsor actually sent the watch to uh, Mr. Bud. So you tell me about this watch. I've got no idea what they've sent well, me. Well, this one, you really pulled one out of the bag. You know, we, we went for the, uh, one of the what most... What do you mean, we? Well, sorry, was it me? I, I know nothing about this watch, but this is you. Oh, I'm taking the credit for this one, and I'm going to keep it then. No sharing on this watch then. Well, this week, we've, we're sponsored by Patek Philippe, and it's the Grandmaster Chime, worth a cool £31 million, the most expensive Patek watch ever sold, the Grandmaster. How many of these did they send you? Uh, just the one for now. It's on trial. What do you mean, just the one? For now, it's, no, it's man- on trial. I managed to get you one last week that was half a million. Yeah, this is, this is 31, uh, David. Each. This is quite a big step up. This is like, you know, Are, are we splitting this? Are we splitting the eBay profits on yeah, this? Yeah, well, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> anyway, tell me about this watch. Thir- yeah. what, what does 31 million get you? It has um, 20 different complications, including five different chiming modes. One of them is it doesn't work. Yeah. Is that one of the complications? Um, as well as an acoustic arm and date repeater. Both dials are, are blue, opaline, with gold applied numerals, with an 18-carat solid gold dial plates. The case is white gold, and the strap is made of navy blue alligator leather. Right, I was thinking I'm not dropping 31 million on this, but you've kind of got me thinking about You're it thinking, there with the hmm. old navy blue alligator leather. Mm, that's interesting. Alligator leather, Leon Bailey. Mm. Right, anyway, let's get, let's get into this uh, Villa Minute. Uh, just press timer or whatever. Has it got a, a stopwatch on this Probably thing? Probably voice activated. Well, try it then. Go. After throwing away a two-goal lead in the 3-3 draw against Leeds in midweek, it was time to visit the fallow ground of St James's Park, where Villa had failed to win in 17 years. With Cons are out, Callum Chambers made his first start since his arrival, and Leon Bailey finally returned to the matchday squad. Villa looked devoid of ideas from the first whistle against an average yet organised Newcastle team that were beaten in four. Slow passing and a lack of urgency seemed the theme of the first half. VAR gave Villa a break with the ref's decision to give a penalty was downgraded to a free kick on the edge of the box. Villa's wall is a joke, and Trippier's hit and hope free kick flies into the middle of the net off Buendia. Disappointingly, it's all Newcastle will need to win the game. Villa's midfield was clearly stuck on the M1, coming north. After a slightly improved start to the second half, just as Ings is warming up to come on, Watkins finds the back of the net with a close-range header. With the players back in their own half to kick off at 1-1, VAR belatedly decides to chalk it off. Sunday roasts burned and Valentine's roses wilted whilst the chaps at Stockley Park decided his toenail was offside. The decision is so close, it's virtually subjective. Clear and obvious, my arse. Villa's brief momentum swing is extinguished, and they finish the game with just one tame shot on target. The Toonami gets more than a helping hand from Villa in their fight for safety and future world domination. You're welcome. Gerrard's post-match anger suggests the act will wield before Watford. Elsewhere, the archer hits bullseye again for Preston, as his scoring run out on loan continued against the posh. Villa now entertain Watford, where an improvement in performance is just top of the list, but also includes three points and a clean sheet, as Villa tries to jumpstart the second half of their season. Will Villa's midfield get blown away by Storm Saar again? Ooh, that's uh, the main improvement. We did actually get... Uh battered by them uh, in the opening day of the seasons, uh, which really has, has set the tone for the season, that game, really. 
Jekyll and Hyde? Was it we had about 10 minutes where we played well and 80 where we were god-awful? Still haven't recovered from that and uh, Target got ripped a new one, but he won't be obviously featuring this time round. Mr Gerrard uh, didn't really say much in this press conference. Uh, in terms of injuries, uh, Troy uh, still out, but he's meant to be back sooner than perhaps we expected. Uh, I, I'm not expecting him back ever again, so uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know uh, what, I, what I meant there. But uh, I reckon probably end of the third week, uh, fourth week of uh, this month. Meanwhile, the camber's still out, uh, so nothing new really on the injury front. Uh, I mean, the good news uh, against Newcastle was Bailey was on the bench, so uh, hopefully we'll see Although him on the very off the pace when he came on. Yeah, I, I, I Gerard said he would ring the changes. Uh, well, he said that uh, last week, so. but when you look when you look at it, you you can't practically unless you're having a massive change of shape. Can't do it see what you can do apart from a couple of players here and there uh you'd have to i think if konza was fit then that would give you more of a license to go three at the back and play wing backs but is that the wholesale change you would be looking for I, I, I wouldn't necessarily play that formation against watford so yeah. uh i think we'll see a maximum of three changes yeah i think it's more right you f- fucked up last time so uh it's time to right you wrong and, and show you you know your commitment uh going forward because you need to show a bit more if you want to, if you've got a future at this club. Yeah. Pretty much his quotes in the press conference was, uh, there's been enough time to reflect, but also to reset a few things individually and collectively. And I'm hoping to see that reaction tomorrow. We knew collectively that we had let our supporters down. So tomorrow is all about a reaction. We were hoping for a reaction from that Leeds game, uh, yeah. just giving the game away. But uh, I don't know, maybe that came too soon. And uh, the Newcastle game was a product of yeah, uh, I think so. le- letting that uh, lead slip. Yeah, I think so. But Watford have uh, slipped off a bit. They've got Saar back, finally. They've had a few injuries. They've got a couple of guys back this weekend. But they, they don't look great at the minute. Yeah, they've all come back just for the Villa. Difficult for them because they'll probably be expecting a bit of a... If they, you'd expect Villa to start the, the game quickly, at least. So I'd imagine Watford are probably thinking we might have you know, a bit of a, a storm coming our way. Which is you now what we're hoping for, obviously. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty. And with a bench full of all star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Yeah, I mean, in the form, you know, it was a form guide. I mean, they they haven't got any, they haven't won any of their last uh, six away trips, and overall, they're nineteenth from the last six games, uh, winless, uh, two points from the last six games. So, any uh, Brentford uh, are actually worse than them. Brent- Brentford dropping like a stone they as are well. At the minute. Yeah, everyone's worked them out a little bit. Obviously, Villa haven't, but <laughs> I can't see Watford surviving this season. Not when you look at sort of the quality that Newcastle have shown. Everton obviously got a win as well last week. You think the teams who were in and amongst them, who were you know, much bigger clubs, better resourced, they look far better equipped to, to me. Yeah, Burnley, I mean, come on, uh, 21 games and only one win. That's basically you just signed up for relegation there. I, I, don't, I, I can't see any miracle there. I mean, I'll go on the record with that one. So uh, Watford also down. So this, you know, this is like... Uh, Villa have got to be beating these teams. I mean, last season we did, you know, okay against the uh, the top six, chalking up uh, a few wins and you know respectable uh, return. But but it was against the bottom six that well, we were uh, dreadful, weren't we at home? To, especially way at home. down, way down on uh, the haul that we should be getting. So we need to, uh, you know, you saw it that first half against Leeds, and we've said it on the show. Uh, there's so much promise in our attacking play that you can see if it all clicks that we could uh, put a team to bed and Leeds at 3-1 you just thought well this looks like it could go I think if Leeds didn't get that second goal before half time and then Villa scored the next goal it would have gone crazy I think quite possibly I think yeah I think I think we would have controlled the game but this is the thing they can't control a game at any point now so because uh, you think Watford turning up at Villa Park you should have enough in the Villa team now with the amount of money we've spent the players that we've got that we could actually control that game to the extent that even if we didn't play well even if we weren't on our A game we should be able to put that game away for the three points Mm -hmm. so uh, we shall see but uh, it's the attitude more than anything that's been disappointed uh, from that Newcastle game yeah agreed and almost a lack of courage I think it was on I want to say it was on Sky I saw some of the, um, the feedback and, uh, and Gary Neville spoke really well, as he often does in his uh, in his podcast that he spoke about. He said Villa just had an unwillingness to, to play through midfield. He said whenever, and we said this as well in the post-match, that whenever Villa actually played through Newcastle's press, you thought, right, we're in now. And we looked reasonably good in little periods. But the yeah. unwillingness or the lack of ability to do so, I don't know which it was, maybe a bit of both, um, but we didn't play through that press. The whole thing just fell apart. Yeah, we saw that against uh, Leeds. Uh... I mean, Leeds suited us because I think they were wide open. So when they gave the ball away, we could move the ball, you know, on the you know, in a counter-attack really quickly and that kind of where a lot of our goals and, came and, from. And, and vice versa, yeah, unfortunately, may I add. Because I think Watford yeah. will put more men behind the ball. One more thing before we uh, continue on. Uh, some people are still not aware of this. Konza will actually miss his second game of suspension because he's been sent off twice this season. You get an extra game suspension. Which is frustrating, but opportunity for Chambers. Yeah, and uh, you know Konza hasn't actually been uh, showering himself in glory, so it's uh, a good opportunity for him to have a bit of a rethink about Agreed. things. Agreed. Right, so uh, in terms of uh, the key stats... I think uh, it's just the scary one is uh, probably uh, Watford have scored three times against Villa in four of their last five meetings. I mean, I'd caveat caveat that by saying I think about three of those were were at um, Vicarage Road. It doesn't matter. It's still pretty bad. <laughs> I don't care if they're on bloody Pluto or Mars. Uh, he should be conceding three goals that number that of amount of times against Watford. Yeah. I think is it because they're a kind of a more physical, direct team, and we There's are a bit of a dynamism, bit yeah, porous. And we just seem to have a, a especially when we've gone to their place, have just been dreadful, haven't we? The last few times we've gone there, we've yeah. got not even beaten, we've got spanked. So we kind of own one, really. 
Now, the last time we beat them was obviously that very eventful moment with the Konza slash Mings goal in the year we stayed up, but it was essentially a last-minute smashing grab. Yeah, that is a bit of a concern uh, because, again, you know, Watford's a, a kind of team that you should be putting away, but uh, it's that kind of physical directness that has us, when, you know, when players, if they've got a bit of speed, a bit of dynamism, as you've said, and uh, let's say they go for it, then Villa seem to, uh, they don't have that physical strength to react uh, to it. I think we, just, we we want to play football against you know, teams like Leeds where it suits us. I don't think we want to do the battling and the fighting and the ugly stuff at the minute. Yeah, well, we're actually uh, head-to-head in our Premier League encounters. I mean, I mean, obviously a lot of uh, this time Watford have been out of uh, the Premier League if you you know if you take it back since its inception. But it's four wins apiece in the head-to-head, so uh, that's far from ideal. No, not when you consider you know the, the year that Merson scored those two wonder goals in the four 0 when it was two thousand. We I think we beat them twice, so two of them were in one season. Yeah. So what's that foul thing you've got? They're comfortably in second place in the fouls column. They foul a lot. Villa are uh, fourth in the total yellow cards as well. So, uh, but this is the thing we've got. We give away a lot of yellow cards, but it's not as if we're like this physical team that... Uh, They're just sloppy crap tackles, aren't they? Or stupid decisions yeah. and stuff. You know, we don't make it hard for teams, shall we Shall we say. So it's not yellow cards from that uh, point of view, like a Leeds. Our ones uh, are always like the McGinn ones, yeah. They're always like revenge tackles, aren't they? One of our guys gets fouled, and then one of our guys goes and ploughs through someone and gets a yellow card for it. Because Leeds are well ahead in the yellow cards. They've got 62 this season. Yeah. We've got 50. After Leeds, it's Newcastle 56. But you understand watching Leeds why they do pick up yellow cards. It's part of their uh, mm-hmm. part of their game, just the, the physicality, but just the uh, you know that kind of warp speed they go around at, and then they've all got cramp after seventy minutes. <laughs> yeah. But we need a bit of that, and and I think that's one of the underlying things. Of what, I think was it Chambers said in an interview uh, this week that we're going to have to be running and get stuck in and uh, you know show that show a commitment and I think that's what Gerard's not hasn't been happy no. about in the last uh, few weeks now that you've, you've kind of got to earn the right to play your way haven't you you can't just expect teams are going to roll over and let you play the way you want to play with little pretty triangles all over the field and stuff you know t- we're not Man City teams aren't just going to retreat to their 18 yard line teams like Leeds Newcastle did to a certain extent they're going to come and engage you and you've got to be good enough to kind of go alright well if they want to have a fight we'll fight and then when we get on the ball we've got the bravery to pull them apart which we haven't seen for long enough periods of the game and of course if you can't control the ball you never get a breather do you during the game you never get that opportunity to go, we'll just keep the ball for a bit, we'll be patient, slow the game down, and then we'll go again. We kind of have to play, <laughs> not at warp speed, but in little bursts, it seems. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what reaction we get, mm-hmm. because there needs to be some reaction. Uh, but uh, who are we poaching from uh, Watford if we had to take one person to potentially improve our first eleven? I suppose after pulling Target apart on the opening day, you'd have to say Saar, wouldn't you, as he's just come back from injury. He's quick, he's direct reasonably strong young as well young so yeah potential. good investment <laughs> I mean uh, I would be tempted to uh, look in other areas they've got Dem Bailey haven't uh, they I think he's about 32 um, in a, like a CDM role you think if you were getting him on a on a loan or a little one year deal or something then I wouldn't be against something like that well if he's got uh, if he's 32 he's got a couple of seasons in that role I, mm-hmm. I would say but uh, I, I wouldn't mind uh, answering that after the game actually, <laughs> yeah but uh, you're talking about a team that should be relegated this season, so uh, I think Saar will be picked off uh, someone when they do go down, and he's probably the most obvious one that's going to go. Yeah. 
before you get into any uh, details. Yeah. Right, uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, I'm going to record some uh, patron extra solo shows uh, about a few meetings I've had regarding uh, Zavilla. So uh, look out for those. Uh, My Old Man Said patron channel. Uh, go to myomansaid.com. Check out the patron link for more details of joining up there and also getting, uh, as well as access to uh, the Mom's Patron podcast channel. Also, you get access to uh, Match Club as well. Right, I think that's it. Back to the curling. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.